Potting heads. Boom, boom. The whole go bang bang here. Let us begin. I want you to keep an eye out for the Boogany Man. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of VHS Bandits. This week we watched Deep Rising. Let's pop in the tape. Welcome to the greatest pleasure ship ever built. Good times forever! I have something here, sir. I've never seen anything like this. It's a malfunction, sir. That's impossible. Where are they coming from? I don't know, sir, but whatever it is, it's... uh... They answered a distress call. Where the hell is everybody? Now. What the hell is that? They're dead in the water. I got a really bad feeling about this. The ship's infested. Let's get the hell out of here! What the hell is that? Girl from Ipanema. I don't mean to sound like a wuss, but this is starting to freak me out, man. I vote we leave. Who votes we leave? Our feature presentation. Hey everybody, welcome again to this week's episode of VHS Bandits. I am the Kevbot. Here with me, as always, is the uh, Deep Dane Train <laughs> and the uh, Tide Pool Hofer Hansen. <laughs> and you. our special guest, Kevin. Hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Hey, we're going, we're, we're going to take a dip today <laughs> uh so deep rising <laughs> there you go so uh uh we got kevin james one of my uh old college buddies from fitchburg state back when it was still called fitchburg state not university mm-hmm. and uh so so kevin tell, tell us a little bit about yourself well um i'm a filmmaker i'm a video producer um i also have a podcast i do with my friends ryan murphy and neil sisriga called guaranteed audio we make a lot of short goofy movies i've actually had dane do some uh light acting for me before <laughs> i say light because light. it was all one take <laughs> uh hey he's a one take wonder um, i am a one take machine <laughs> And, and most and most importantly uh i am a supporter of the show i'm actually a patreon backer and Thank I've been you. listening to this show for years and it's hilarious to, uh, yeah, I'm, I, for those at home who don't know, I'm seeing all three of you on my <laughs> Skype screen and you know, I've, I've heard 
Kevbot do the he can intro. See us. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you mean? It can I've heard, think. I've heard Kev like do so many introductions to this show, but actually seeing you do it on screen was kind of surreal. Like, you think <laughs> like, what a dope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like in my mind's eye, like it just wasn't there that someone was actually saying it. Uh, so now I don't know. It's 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 crazy to uh, actually be on the show. Um, and I've, I've, if I'm gonna pimp one last thing that I've done, uh, I made a documentary. It's uh, available now on Amazon and Vimeo and soon iTunes and DirecTV. Uh, Ooh. It, not for resale, a video game store documentary. It is a feature film about the final days of physical media. And it's basically feature length film about video game collectors and the mom and pop video game store owners across the United States. I watched but, yeah, it cool. uh, whatever it was like about a month ago or so when it when it premiered and um uh through the um through the patreon thing and um yeah. to, for backers and man that was great i thought it was awesome i really enjoyed watching it and, and as you and i were talking about uh, you know just off the cuff it parallels vhs collecting a lot oh, totally there's a, totally. There's a whole lot of similarities there so but I, that's a, I, that's a story for another day i guess but you know sure sure um so go watch that documentary yeah <laughs> i've I might go watch it sometime this week. That sounds yeah, really Kemba, awesome. You would actually. love it, man. It's really yeah. cool. It's really good. I mean, sad, I just actually, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? I just watched some weird documentary about some dude who was trying to collect uh, every NES game ever made. Um, Nintendo Quest. Yeah. Within yeah. 30 days. So there's wow. a lot of weird stipulations. Like there's a lot of weird stipulations in that documentary. It's like, oh, yeah. and I already own these. And a lot of that movie is like, haggling these store owners and like pressuring them into selling games for like a quarter price because they're on camera and they think it's the movie's going to be like a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Um, it's just one of those random Hulu documentaries where it's just like, if you, yeah. if you go down the rabbit hole far enough, cause You'll it's not it. high quality or anything. It's not VHS. Yeah. <laughs> the VHS quality. Well, yeah. What, what, for it's your not money, even striking point quality. <laughs> yeah. For your money, what's the best VHS uh, documentary is it vhs massacre uh there's that there's rewind this and there's there's another one that i have um i don't know why i can't remember the name of that one but there's a couple of them out there and rewind this maybe? rewind this yeah, yeah 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 um yep uh i i really like to rewind this a lot yeah so yeah i mean they're all good i mean they're all they're all pretty good there's one that's up on like Amazon Prime right now that I was like falling asleep watching it. I, I didn't like it at all. I don't I, remember. What I the think fuck I know which called. one it is. And I think we're not going to say the name we should, yeah, yeah. the show, but hey, I let's mean, be jerks. I don't, I don't remember what, what show it is. Equilibrium. What, <laughs> hey man, that is a good movie. <laughs> Christ. I tried. Oh, I tried. Mackerel. All right. Well, so we're uh, here to, this, we're here to talk about the documentary deep rising, deep rising. Yes, yeah. Filmed yeah, in real time, deep rising. So, so Kevin, like, I don't know, a year or two ago, I was like, dude, you ever seen this movie, Deep Rising? And I was like, yeah, man, I remember uh, I rented this. I mean, my, my dad rented this from the local video store when I was a kid, when it first came out and he and I watched it together. And I was like, yeah, I remember like two parts and it'd be like pretty cool. Like this, like this monster and Treat Williams was in it. Wow, man. And, um, and you were like, dude, we got to do it. So eventually over time, I was able to get a, a copy of the movie and I was like, now's the time, man. Let's do it. Let's watch the movie. So this is, this is my first time watching it since it first came out in like 1998, 1999. I, yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, you, you have a story about how you saw this movie, right? 
Yeah. So I, I saw it upon release in theaters with my father. So my dad used to work nights. He was a uh, technician at Gillette in Boston. So whenever my dad had a day off, he really wouldn't have a day off to hang out with me and my sister. So after school, we'd come home and he'd be forcing himself to stay awake and he'd go, hey, uh, let's go catch a movie. And we all thought Deep Rising was going to be an action movie. And you did too, Dane, when you rented oh, it, Oh, right? I mean, dude, you look at the cover of this movie and all right, so I'll just describe it real quick. You got like these ocean waves and you got Treat Williams and this babe hanging off of him off of this ski do. And there's this big giant explosion behind them and this big, big giant like impact font. It says a slick <laughs> entertainment <laughs> action film, says the Hollywood Reporter. Um, and, uh, and at the, and then the deep rising is in this like shiny, like riveted steel text. It's almost like, uh, 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 what was the, what was the name of the movie? You know, like, you know, like, uh, uh in the last action hero, the kid was watching the Arnold Schwarzenegger Jack Slater, Jack Slater. It's like Jack Slater, like that font. And it <laughs> says they seize the world's richest ship, but no one's on board. And so you look at the cover and you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be like, Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Like oh, my, my, get, my, my, you know? my father absolutely thought it was going to be like, uh, what's that the Steven Seagal movie? The one popular oh, Under one. Siege, man. Yeah, yeah. He I totally mean, like, thought it was going to be Under Siege. Box. There's, a, there's, a, there's a ship exploding and there's gun, people with guns and stuff. And you're but like, dude, yeah. This, and it says first rate special effects, pulse pounding, die hard meets alien meets Titanic. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> much what it is. The movie yeah. really is just a composite, an amalgamation of like eight <laughs> successful movies and yeah <laughs> we got so you you get into the movie theater you park your ass in the seat i'm 11 years old this movie was made for me and my dad my dad <laughs> grew up in saint croix and he used to be a spear fisherman when he was a kid oh, wow. shit when he was wow. a kid when he was a kid he would go out like as a teenager and he'd like go spear fishing and catch tuna and stuff like that so the moment we both realized in the theater hey <clears throat> this is a sea monster movie like we, we, we practically high-fived. I distinctly remember my dad going, oh, it's a monster movie? <laughs> uh, they ended up rebranding the movie a bunch because there's posters out there that really own the fact it's a monster movie. I'm looking at oh, one shit. right now that says full scream ahead from the special oh. effect team who, great, who made Total Recall and Star Wars Deep Rising. Wow. Like back like in 1998, could you really hang your hat on Total Recall eight years after that came out? Like, <laughs> wow, crazy. Um, now, so I, I hadn't seen it. I'm oh, sorry. No, no, go, yeah. ahead, go ahead. I'm just going to say, like you, I hadn't seen this movie since 1998, 99. Yeah. Yeah. So, so T-Man Kevin, this is your first time seeing this movie? First time. First time. All right. All right. So um, obviously, before you get to see the movie. You have to watch like a half an hour's worth of tra- mini miniature trailers. It's almost like take. It's almost like buying a buy a, a thing of M and M's, but it's but it's just a, a big box of mini M and M's. But you got to eat all of them at once. <laughs> that's, that's, like that's what the trailers were. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. And there's like redundant trailers. There's like two trailers for Scream Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, you know, tons and tons of trailers on this tape. And it just kept going on and on forever. We had it's no idea. It's just like some guy, you know, some guy trying to sell his box of VHS on Craigslist. And he's like, hey, I got I got Scream 2 and I got I got Tremors and I got and I got Deep Rising and I got Scream 2 and I got Titanic and I got uh, I got Jurassic Park and I got Scream 2. I got Halloween H2O. Halloween H2O. Yeah, it's just this is a huge uh, 
potpourri of of different movies on here that all seem to be like much bigger blockbusters than what this movie ended up being. So yeah, it also probably cost less than this movie. This movie yeah, a, this movie was pretty expensive. It was forty five million dollars, and it made like eleven or twelve million. It was a huge Yikes. bomb. It came out in the wake of Titanic. Titanic was in theaters and was still number one, I think, when this came out. And it's also like one of the identifying characteristics of this movie is that there's a huge ocean liner, like a luxury ocean liner that gets shipwrecked early on. You know, like it's it's basically just a bunch of it's just one giant casino and then it has some refrigerators and elevators. That's the, that, the only luxurious part of it is that we see it has a casino. Good times yeah. forever. <laughs> you don't even go into any of the bedrooms or anything, you know, but no. Yeah. Uh, so the back of the box, uh, like I said, is explosions and guns and stuff. So it says, buckle up for the edge of your seat excitement with the explosive hit, Deep Rising. Was this in, a Lorenzo Lamas movie? I, yeah, 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 no kidding, right? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> an unstoppable. Is it an explosive conclusion? Oh, uh, dude, yo, we're, we're getting there. An unstoppable high seas action thriller that moves at full scream ahead. When a band of ruthless hijackers invade the world's most luxurious cruise ship, their stock to discover the passengers have mysteriously vanished. But that doesn't mean they are alone. Something terrifying is lurking just out of sight. A deadly force from the unexplored depths of the ocean that begins to snatch the horrified intruders one by one. Treat Williams of the Devil's Own and sexy, Jansen. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you said it, dude. <laughs> of Goldeneye and Rounders, I totally forgot she was in Goldeneye. Yeah, lead a group X Men. Yeah, it's sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> lead a group of survivors who must overcome incredible odds in their breathtaking battle to escape the doomed ship alive. Hmm. So, yeah, obviously, it's if, breathtaking, but. if you had read the back of the box, you would have known it's a monster movie. But if you just see the cover, you, you it's just like well, like we were talking about another awesome Treat Williams movie, Dead Heat. It, you look at the cover and you think it's a buddy cop movie. But no, it's, oh, it's got zombies and stuff. Is it a monster volcano movie? Monster <laughs> volcano movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it, yeah, name was Dead Heat. Yeah, of course. That's what it should have been. But uh, so, yeah, yeah. So we got a ton of trailers and then eventually... We get into the movie and it's like uh, there's some text at the beginning and T-Man yeah, that, was reading it. Yeah, that's basically to tee you up for the fact it's a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, listen, give us half an hour. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> apparently there was some elaborate special effects sequence at the beginning of the movie that they were working on. I, I don't know if ILM was doing it or but apparently there was like eight months of work put into this effect sequence that was supposed to open the movie and they had to cut it to get the movie in theaters on time because it just wasn't coming together. And I'm guessing that text prompt was in lieu of that to kind of. Oh yeah. It could have been. Yeah. That's their way of going. All right. Picture this. (laughs) Just use your imagination. (laughs) The theater Uh, of the mind folks. (laughs) Yeah. And go. (laughs) I don't even know what that was. Were those like sunken ships? Was that what that was, right? Sunken ships? I, it was like well, a we're talking about like how deep the ocean is and there's things that live down there and all the ships get wrecked and no one knows why or something. Makes you, uh, yeah. makes you yeah, really yeah, think. Yeah. Makes you really think. What could it be? It's James Cameron. <laughs> I thought it was just yeah. a group of renegade terrorists with uh, torpedoes. Torpedoes, yeah. yeah. 
So, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so then we, uh, we're in this big glamorous cruise ship and the Argonautica. Everybody in there is <laughs> the Encyclopedia rich. Britannica. Yeah, yeah, the, Britan- the Encyclopedia Brit- <laughs> the USS Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> and, it's uh, as big as the book collection. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what you know. It's like uh, you get that ship if you don't win the grand prize on on uh, on a double dare, but you get the second 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 prize as the Encyclopedia Britannica. You know. Yeah. You don't get to go home. It empty. trips people up. It's like if you don't, but you don't get that, but, but you don't get the the trip to Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, where you, where you already are, you know? So, <laughs> right. Um, Stay for two extra days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the right. place you're already staying. Uh, I got to get passengers on the ship. Don't get that luxury. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. They all get. Someone gets. Biting. Yeah. <laughs> Suck down the toilet poop hole. Yeah. The poop. So. <laughs> So, so there's basically this, just rim jobs you to death. You're right. <laughs> there, there's this there's a scene really early on in the movie where, yeah, like you're seeing everyone in the lap of luxury in this ship and the people who design the ship are having a big toast. And then the monster, we don't see it, but POV hits the ship and causes this huge calamity, killing a ton of people on it or injuring them at least. And that's where we get that awesome toilet like monster scene. Oh, some, some. I was sold as soon as I saw that. Yeah, this lady is like so Obviously. freaked out. She locks herself in a bathroom. She's sitting on the stall. Hey, she's got to take a Zeus Dookie, man. And when you got to go, you got to go. It was great. It was, I was the best, right. it was the best toilet death scene I've seen since Street Trash. Now, what, what I thought we were watching they the movie. They put that on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was, when we were watching it, I, I was sitting here talking to you guys going, you know, if they just cut this scene... Where we see it's like a, it's like an expensive scene. It's all practical effects. Mm. If they just cut the bit where the monster attacks the boat and everyone gets killed and strewn about and all that. Uh, and the first time we really get a good look at the boat is when like the mercenaries and Treat Williams and everyone are getting on it. And you just see that it's abandoned and there's like no one there. That would have been way scarier. But then we would have lost that toilet seat. Ah, uh, right. yeah, yeah. Totally I don't want to lose toilet the toilet scene. scenes. Yeah, yeah, man, you gotta have oh, it. Dude, it. That's just like um, it's that's if if you guys don't know when they made Ghoulies, they had the promotion <laughs> of the Ghoulie coming out of the toilet, but it wasn't in the movie, and the guys were like, "No, man, you Charles Band, you have to put that in the movie if you're gonna put it on the poster." <laughs> so he had to shoot a shot of a, of a Ghoulie coming out of the toilet for the movie. The, the golden so, age of cinema. Yeah, <laughs> done right. It is. Yep. Oh God! Can you imagine if, if this was death. a full if they if Deep Rising was a full moon movie? How much better it would have been! Man, I would have loved to see. It would just be it. It would have it would been be puppets, uh, man. Full, full moons, the toilet, <laughs> deep toilet. It's just a possessed toilet. <laughs> toilet that rushes rising. your soul. This movie is like it's got a lot of story to it in the first thirty minutes. Yeah, and then it kind of like washes and away. Then it Nothing turns the. Yeah. Uh, uh, then it turns the philanthropist into a scientist. Yeah, yeah just for that story scene of exposition. Out the window. <laughs> yeah, just because he has glasses, he has to explain what's going on. Someone has to. <laughs> yeah, he knows how to kill the monsters. He's no, he knows exactly what they are, how they eat, how they poop, everything. He does think that there are a bunch of individual worms, which isn't true. It's like tremors. Like you think right. that there's a bunch of these serpent things, but it's one like mom monster in a way, right? Like kind of like the parent. Uh, so. Now we meet Treat Williams and Kevin J. O'Connor, right? Another Kevin. Yeah, right. There's too many on this show now. <laughs> it's like multiplicity, but with Kevins. 
Kevin, is your that name? your pitch to the studio? Hey, it's multiplicity, but with Kevin. <laughs> yes. There's the I, door. Green light. <laughs> I like it. $48 million. Go. How about by Christmas? Kevin Sorbo, Kevin Klein, Kevin James. All no, the Kevins. All Kevin Sorbos. <laughs> all only, Kevin Sorbos. All Kevin Sorbos. Only Kevin Sorbos. So, it's Kevin Sorbo playing literally every part. It's, it's but, an Eddie Murphy but he movie. plays all the other Kevins. He, right. It's Kevin Sorbo <laughs> as Kevin Klein. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think the Ooh. last thing I saw Kevin Sorbo in was a God of War game where he played Hercules. Have you oh, seen wow. I think the last thing I saw Kevin Sorbo in was some uh, fan uh, convention at, uh, you know, just signing autographs. Oh, yeah. Mr. Sorbo is still cool as I mean, hell. You, you gotta see uh, uh, Pool Boy. Pool Boy drowning oh, out the fury. Pool Boy, pool boy, so boy 2. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, Oh my dude, god, it's amazing. St. James Street James is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Saint god. St. James yeah. Street James. <laughs> so, Treat Williams plays Finnegan. That's the guy's name? Mm-hmm. Finnegan? And I didn't get anyone's name throughout in, this movie. And Kevin J. O'Connor plays Joey, who should have been the main oh, character. Joey. Yeah. I really like Joey. He was great. He's definitely the my favorite character. Yeah. He improvised most of his dialogue, which tells you something. I don't blame him. <laughs> most great actors do. <laughs> not, not, hey, not I to- do. I as soon as I get a script, I throw it out the window. <laughs> And I say, I'm coming up with my own lines. <laughs> not, not to throw shade at Stephen Summers, who wrote and directed it. I mean, he also, he made, um, we talked about this earlier, he made The Mummy. Ooh. Uh, he did The Mummy Returns, The Scorpion King. Ooh. Uh, Van Helsing. Mm. <laughs> the 1994 well, the, Jungle Book. As the uh, director, he could have said, hey, stick to the script. But he let him be free and make <laughs> make the character more interesting. Oh, I, Joey I was great. I loved Joey gets yeah, the best great. scenes in the movie. Yeah. Treat Williams is apparently <laughs> filling in for Harrison Ford, who turned the movie down. Uh, no idea why. He, he totally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, his his loss was Treat Williams gain. What can I say? Like, I could just see, like, them really trying to sell Harrison Ford. Like, Harrison, you know Jurassic Park? Yeah. And you know The Lost World? Yeah. Imagine it was on a boat. <laughs> like, the, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of movies that came out in the later half of the 90s that, um, like, you know, the uh, Mimic, uh, Relic, Phantoms. And I'd put this in that. Oh, yeah. That Phantoms was in the trailer, the amalgamation <laughs> of trailers, too. This, I think this is the cream of the crop out of that breed, though. You know, like the late 90s. Oh, we have computers now. Monster movies. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like computer are, monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Computer uh, monsters. You know, like uh, like Starship Troopers coming out and stuff and all this stuff. You know, you, you could put a ton of CGI on the, on the, in a movie yeah. now and you think it all looks good. Oh, great. Everybody's got to do it. Starship Troopers looks really good to this day. That it's movie looks crazy. fantastic today. Yeah. It's weird because like Men in Black looks bad, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this movie has like there there are some practical effects, but and we talked about this, too. I think the VHS version of the movie is. <laughs> not just to be a hipster here totally the way to watch this because i watched it in hd a week ago uh, i rented it and uh it still looks cool but the lighting the the backlighting like the amount of contrast like all the eye candy there's always rain or water or fire or strobe lights or light there's always something going on and it's almost too much if you watch it like in hd but on vhs it like sings like it's like the perfect medium to catch the whole movie and i think yeah yeah Awesome. It's the ultimate format. Honestly, it really is. This movie was definitely shot with VHS in mind, I think. Like, I, I, 
So I hope I, so. <laughs> so I, every, like the first time I watched made. Avatar, I was like, Avatar, I can't wait to get this on VHS. <laughs> on six six tapes. Uh, six yeah. tapes, yep. <laughs> it's like a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ugh. I mean, I keep stopping this, but like, so we meet Treat Williams and Kevin J. O'Connor. They're like boat guys. Boat, a boat <laughs> it's for hire. Like, it's like, you know, when you look at the boat commercial guy. for like Nantucket actors, ask hey, no questions. questions. Hey, yeah. instead of juice guys. Treat Williams doesn't have a girlfriend. He might have an ex-wife. Kevin J. O'Connor has a girlfriend who also works on the boat with them. And they're giving some shady looking guys who are clearly mercenaries <laughs> a lift to the middle of the ocean where are they, they going the dude, they got the dude from lock stock and two smoking barrels they've got uh kano that guy uh from oh, kano's one of them yeah he plays oh, T-Rex. From Mortal Kombat. oh yeah well they T-Ray. got sagat yeah sagat <laughs> the leader oh. <laughs> from, uh, i didn't even and, put that together uh, you're yeah. right street fighter and mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, so they're, so yeah. they're uh they're transporting the cast of street fighter <laughs> 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 it's like they, the movie is so painfully ripping off aliens they early. paid them in bison bucks in bison, <laughs> yeah. bison dollars it is worth two of every bison dollar <laughs> so uh finnegan and joey have these shady mercenary dudes who it gets revealed they have these torpedoes and we as the audience because yeah, joey's just rummaging around the <laughs> the you know, he, storage area or whatever. And he's he just like, oh, I wonder what's in, the in these. Yeah. It could be, it could be a Dracula 3000 or it could <laughs> be a torpedo. And yeah. it's a torpedo. The funny thing too is, um, the captain guy is like, Hey, fix this thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. Let me open up these boxes first. See what we're dealing with. Yeah. Ugh, torpedo. Yeah. That's kind of well, unmotivated. Yeah. yeah. Joey, this whole movie, the universe just keeps conspiring to make his life suck. Like every step of the way, like he like people like punch him by accident, kick him in the stomach by accident. He gets shot at one point. Like originally he was supposed to die uh, in the movie, but I guess it tested so poorly. They reshot the ending, which is why he inexplicably mm. makes it to the end of the movie. I feel so bad for the man. dude. Yeah, he like every bad thing happens to him. Uh, I don't know. I thought he, I, I know I've brought it up. I thought he was charming as hell. I could have watched. Oh yeah. They could have cut like three characters and just made it all about Joey and the Mercs. And I think it would have been a better movie, but Joey and the Mercs. <laughs> <laughs> Premiering this Sunday on TBS. <laughs> sounds like, um, a, what, sounds yeah. like what was the motivation behind? So before, before the ship got mysteriously attacked um, <laughs> and that woman got sucked down the, uh, toilet pooper the toilet yeah the latrine uh the woman who plays phoenix in the x-men movies she was like going after some thing and it doesn't she's a jewel thief oh yeah, yeah you're right that's so, like, why she was on the cruise ship yeah. like there's like three parties involved that are all trying to get the money out of the ship because apparently money is like so corporeal in 1998 the idea of like you just got to get to this boat that's where the money is it's not on some bank server somewhere in the cloud (laughs) yeah i think what it was was probably it was all because it it, this cruise liner had all like the rich people of the world basically in this one ship or whatever travelers checks he even says it right he even says it when he's giving that speech he's like we're all incredibly rich (laughs) we're the one percent of the world basically you know know who got all the wealth after this 
Jeff Bezos. That's why Amazon <laughs> blew up after the year two thousand. Because he he went to, he, uh, he he followed the he money. He funded an expedition to uh, to uh, excavate the shipwreck of Deep Rising, and yeah. he took all the jewelry. Yeah, he, but I think that so that lady she breaks into a vault. Uh, it's very Ocean's Eleven. Uh, more Oceans than Eleven. Uh, <laughs> and and it's, uh, it's Ocean when he was Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, she steals uh, some like credit card that gets her into the vault, and but I feel like that that's is, how rich these people the, are. You have to pay to get in the yet vault. Yet again, we were talking about this while watching <laughs> yeah. the movie. This movie is more Resident Evil than the Resident Evil movies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it. that vault is where all the rich people. It's like there's uh, safety deposit boxes, you know, except it's on a cruise ship. So I think yeah. they brought all their money with them. On the cruise? I don't, know. I don't know. Hey, you know what I just realized? God almighty, what? we just talking about Resident Evil. In Resident Evil 3, you go into a graveyard, a spooky graveyard, and you fight this big giant worm that looks exactly like the monster in this movie. And they cut that from the remake uh, of Resident Evil 3 for some reason. Yeah. But yes, but, it's, great yeah. In, it's great in the OG. Right. It's weird. Well, it's the similarities are just meshing here. You know? It's so Resident Evil, man. Yeah. This whole movie, you could stitch together scenes from other popular movies and make the exact same movie. Like, there's shots from Terminator 2, there's shots from Die Hard, Aliens, there's a line right out of Ghostbusters, there's... It, it's crazy how much of a hodgepodge it is of popular movies from the preceding decade. Dude, uh, as soon like, as you said that while we were watching it, I was immediately watching a supercut of other movies and not Deep Rising. So here's yeah. the thing is like, how did they expect this to be like the next big blockbuster monster movie if everybody knew this is just a ripoff of every other movie? Well, let made? me let me answer that question with two words. Answer that question with two words. Is there is it Treat Williams? <laughs> well, no, I wish, oh, I wish that was the two words. <laughs> it's Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. okay. oh boy. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because, yeah, Stranger Things is, is this huge, it's turned into this big empire, but it's just the Goonies, you know? Oh. It's just other movies put together. It's yeah. just but shots I from think e. Stranger e. Things. Yeah. yeah. Stranger Things is banking on nostalgia, where this movie is banking on movies that came out like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Catchphrases mostly. Yeah. 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 So it's the nostalgia. What, like, if this movie came out now, I think it would be in like banking on like early 2000s nostalgia or late 90s. Then it would probably do well. It would be a yeah. hit if the on same Netflix. exact movie came out. Because Stephen you know? Summers had hits like The Mummy. Most people really like The Mummy. Right. Yeah. That movie's got it going on. Um, right. So there, I, I could see why like a studio believed in him and gave him that money. I, I've, I read some vague uh, information about how the movie had a long post-production process and there weren't a lot of Trump. There wasn't a lot of trouble on set. Like it seems like Summers is a really easygoing director. They did recast Famke Jansen's character very early on. It was supposed to originally be Claire Forlani. Is that her name? She. We were talking about it during the movie. She was in Meet Joe Black and Mallrats. Um, and they didn't. Oh, I'm sure once they couldn't get Harrison Ford, the budget got downgraded. But that means if this movie cost 45 million. When it was supposed to be a Harrison Ford movie, this movie was probably like a $75, $80 million movie in 1998. Oh, yeah. That's like a huge, huge movie. Yeah. I mean, if it was Harrison Ford, it would be a completely different movie. Well, I don't know it would be completely different, but it probably would have been uh, successful. More of a vehicle. I, yeah. I don't think it would have been as good. I don't, I don't think we would have been talking about it today if he was in it. Well, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> again two words he treat would certainly <laughs> I, feel yeah. like, I, feel, I feel like treat williams doesn't like i, I he's certain this is the only movie i've seen him in he is i think he's charming in the movie uh but he's so so uh like vanilla flavored ice cream here like yeah I, I, you I guys feel like, see dead heat man he's totally different he's the best <laughs> And I don't think it's even him necessarily. I, I think he it's comes off like where he's written, right? Like, if, like yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're gonna make a movie like 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 look at Tremors, right? Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon are great in that movie, right? Yes. But you have to nail those characters, otherwise you end up with Treat Williams in this movie, which is just like a hodgepodge of like C grade catchphrases and shit, right? Like, <laughs> like, like what? Like, tell what? me one no. thing about Finnegan. Yeah. You don't yeah, see no, that no. every day. Yeah, What's that's the next? Ghostbusters line. What's yeah. next? Yeah. What's next? Like, they, tell me one thing about Finnegan. <laughs> that was just him asking what scene they were going to film next. Yeah. <laughs> like, where are what we next? In? Oh, man, there's that great pages are page? we using today? I was just going to say, like, Finnegan goes like, what page are we on? And they <laughs> great, we're going to use that. No, 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 I was just... <laughs> Who cares? Moving on. I, every actor in this movie knows to have a lot of fun with it. Um, and that's... Yeah. It's, it's, it's the... It's probably the most uh, popcorn looking movie I've Treat seen Williams where everyone's movie. just having fun with it. Because usually when people are just hamming it up, it's not an expensive movie. This movie looks like like a blockbuster oh, yeah. movie, but everyone's just kind of farting around, you know? <laughs> That's the difference between yeah, they this don't take and it Dracula too seriously. 3000. <laughs> well, Coolio was fucking amazing in Dracula 3000. You understand that, like, it was such a low budget thing. They're just hamming it up because they're having fun. They're like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Nobody's ever going to see this. Nobody's going to see you this 20 years if, from now except us, you know? You imagine if Tiny Lesser and uh, uh, Coolio were boat henchmen in this movie? <laughs> they Dude, should have been, Lester, right? Yeah. Dude, that would have been I'm great. I'm surprised. Now that you mentioned it, I'm surprised there wasn't a rapper in this movie. Yeah, right. Because yep. every horror movie in the late 90s, early 2000s had a rapper like in it. Like Deep Blue Sea and yeah, Halloween, Halloween H2O, H2O yep. Halloween Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did Scream 2 have one or did Scream 2 have one or did... <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, to get the plot ABCs wrapped up, uh, Finnegan and Joey get the mercenaries to the boat at gunpoint, uh, to the ocean liner, to the... Uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica, and <laughs> the boat's now empty. And it Wait, turns but, out, uh, how did their how did their boat break down? Like, didn't they just run something over and that exploded everything? And like, yeah, the yeah, under- yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about the the encyclopedia, the USS Encyclopedia Britannica, and and how it crashed or what what happened to it. It got well, attacked by something in POC. Somebody put three CD-ROM discs into some optical drive, so, and then somebody put the GoldenEye drive in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, just like that's Treat Williams' boat. What? God. That was Treat Williams' boat. No, 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 no. That was the cruise ship. Oh, that was the cruise ship. You know, that yeah. was the be- that was the guy with the glasses. That was the encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. It was oh, his, oh, okay. his own ship because yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like because he knew that the ship was going to get all fucked up, so he could get insurance money from it and pay it off. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know? great, 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 great motivation. He'll make some money off the boat. <laughs> yeah, he's just exactly. got to kill the boat fill, filled with thousands of people. I yeah. just don't I just don't understand the whole thing of like, OK, so like the radios got jammed or whatever. But was it his plan to get the monsters <laughs> to crash into the boat? I don't get that. No, no, no. That's no. Where it he just tits up. So that yeah. just that just happened. Right. That was just a fluke. Right. Right. OK. Yes, the all monster right. was not planned. OK. Yeah. All right. But the mercenaries were. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the mercenaries are going there with their torpedoes to go steal and the jewels in the vault. And they're super the, duper Chinese aliens assault rifles from the clone. Oh, yeah. oh, never dude. need reloading. Those Gatling yeah. guns, man. That was so awesome. That's because this movie is a video game. It's video <laughs> game the movie. Yeah. Oh, they just shot off screen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Reload. <laughs> so I went on to the internet <laughs> firearms movie database website and I looked up that gun real quick. And apparently it's some other like real machine gun. And the Gatling part was fake. It just they had like a battery in it that made it spin. And the and the gun muzzle flame just came out of the center. It shot yeah. blanks right out of the uh, center instead of shooting out of the uh out it of the looked cool turrets. as hell. Dude, it, it looked did, awesome. Yeah. I love the sound of it too. It was neat. You know? Yeah, this movie this movie does have like a look and like there's a lot of good like every every big thing in it has a silhouette. Like you remember what the guns look like, you remember all the character acting in it, like every character name, like T Ray, like come on. Like everything does stick out. Uh yeah. despite it being Although like, we did yeah. think Joey was Jerry for yeah. nearly the entire <laughs> movie, movie until he washed up on the beach. <laughs> Joey. Oh, his name's Joey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Just just on that real quick. Um, we were talking about the Resident Evil movies and stuff. Now, granted, I'm the only one in the room who kind of likes the first one. Obviously, the other ones suck, but um, I remember I've the only first. I've never seen the first one. Sorry, you never seen the first one. I, I, it's the only one. No, no, one I gotta decent, throw that out there. That's that's the nah. only one I've seen. Oh, it's the only one you've seen. Don't don't worry about the other ones. It, you, you'll waste your time. <laughs> but um, uh, so okay. I remember watching the movie all the way to the end. I actually remember the first time I saw it at the end of the movie. I said, "Holy shit!" I don't even know if they said any of these people's names. So the next time I watched it, I was like, "Did they even say any of these people's names ever in the movie?" I don't think they said anybody's names ever. In that movie, yeah. none of the characters, they, they never said a name. So I didn't know who anybody was. So they, they make up for it because in the Resident Evil sequels, they talk a lot <laughs> about Alice being important. Right. Alice, right, yeah. Alice, like what a stupid thing. Those movies. Jeez. Wow. Anywho. Uh, yeah. So uh, so they so Treat Williams takes his boat and they like, you know, park it. Parallel park it next to the uh, Encyclopedia next to Britannica. the Encyclopedia yeah, Britannica. Are they both anchored, or they? I think they he latched on onto it. it or they something. Put some kind of suction cuppy thingy on it. Oh yeah, yeah Treat, okay. Treat just like you has took a bunch off of, your Mac screen. Yeah, he has like Treat Williams has like all these gizmos in the movie. He has like this super techy like chair that Batman would use in the Tim Burton movies. Yeah, right. He's got like ecto goggles from the Ghostbusters. Like, oh yeah, nothing, nothing he has is just like normal everyday cool boat shit like the movie yeah. what is he he's, he's got a terminator uh, robot hand for a back scratcher he's got to be a pirate or something right he's <laughs> definitely so. an illegal isn't, isn't that kind of the thing about this movie that if you think about it like there are no characters with good intentions they're all kind of bad yeah, CD characters right yeah yeah they they do the thing where they firmly establish who's worse early on. Like they make some of the mercenaries yeah. kind of like kind of rapey and all that. Uh, <laughs> right. Because they want to make sure you know Treat Williams is a good guy, uh, despite the fact that he's just trying to get laid and get money. That's like kind of all that's going on this whole movie. Like there's literally like he has no other like he has nothing else going on underneath the s- surface of this movie. Like I don't know. Uh, like they don't even I don't know about his life outside of being guy that holds harpoon gun. <laughs> Right. What I'm I'm actually I'm okay with that, though, because I hate when movies monologue at you about like, oh, my family that's off screen is so important. Like, shut up. My son died. He was killed by an octopus and (laughs) I had a gun, but I could have shot the octopus and I didn't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My son who died from cancer really wanted me to 
Rob the USS Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> Brown. It was his dying, it was his dying wish. wish. It was his dying wish. <laughs> There's a scene where he really wanted like, me to steal the golden eye weapon. That... <laughs> Treat, Treat Williams is like sitting in his boat, like looking at a Polaroid of his son. And Joey goes, ah, you're thinking about your kid? And he goes, yeah, my kid always told me that he'd be really proud of me. <laughs> If I made out with Famke Jansen. <laughs> End of scene. He said, remember, when you take boat fares, don't ask any questions. And I yeah. haven't since. Yeah, that's what this movie This one's needed. for you, Bobby. That's going <laughs> to pay off for me in the long run, I bet. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, man. So, so they, their the boat, boat gets damaged, too, though, right? Like, their, their boat yeah. gets all messed up. And somehow none of their torpedoes blow up in the process. Right. Right. Like yeah. their boat breaks down. So like yeah. the guy's girlfriend is still there trying to fix the boat and stuff at the same time while the other guys get on the boat, find it abandoned. Mm. So in the process, uh, people, some of the people are dying. Uh, nobody knows why they're getting sucked into the water. And the blood oh, and we everywhere. didn't say uh, the jewel thief lady. Um, she got she got caught stealing the jewels and they locked her in a uh, walk in freezer. Yeah. Like the shinning. Yeah, just like yeah. it. Yep. So she survived the attack because the right. monster can't get through freezer doors. Why didn't they all but just hang get out through in an freezer, entire ship? You know, probably, there's probably garlic in there. Maybe it was a vampire. Uh, oh, yeah. a vampire yep. squid. That's good screenwriting. Yeah, uh, that makes so, sense now. Uh, uh, they didn't need those big guns. They just needed all the garlic. Yeah, right. True. Uh, so uh, they end up finding a couple of survivors that kills one of the mercenaries with an axe to the face. So they all Ooh, shoot yeah. them all down, except uh, two of them. Uh, one of them was the guy who earlier said, hey, everybody, we're all rich on this boat. And I made this boat. We're all rich. And the other one was some other dude. <laughs> some other I, I don't know what he was. He was like the captain. Uh, mustache guy. Was he the captain? He's like the, the captain. The captain. Captain. Oh, assistant. OK. Yeah. That guy was in uh, Brazil. He's in a bunch of movies and. Apparently, the most he ever got paid was being in Deep Rising. <laughs> oh, good for him! I Which believe is, that him. It's because he was ever, in that vault. Yeah, a lot of oh my god, there's an amazing scene where the mercenaries and Treat Williams come across this locked door, and they it's a safe. They're like, oh, all the money's in here, so they go to open the safe, and right as they're opening it, one of the mercenaries starts saying to himself, "Money, money, 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 money," and as they open it up. <laughs> The captain is behind the door and the captain just comes at him with an axe and chops that mercenary right in the forehead. It's it's nuts. It's like Verhoeven-esque cool. and how violent it is. Yeah. And uh, it's because everyone hiding now in the vault has seen these monsters on the boat. The mercenaries haven't seen them yet, but that's this is sort of where all the characters coalesce and people start to meet each other. Right. You wouldn't believe mm -hmm. the people who've gotten pulled into toilets that I've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now all the mercenaries getting picked off one by one and you don't get to see exactly what's doing. It's just something's in the water. It just snags them and at least slime sometimes. Once in a sometimes. While. Yeah. Once, when the movie needs it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When it needs to rip off alien, it leaves yeah. the slime. Yeah. When it so, needs to rip off tremors, they... <laughs> There's water on the floor, so you can't see. <laughs> so I guess their objective at this point is they got to get like the boat up and running or something like that, right? They gotta, they gotta. Well, they, the, the, they're like trying to call for the um, security, help. you know, like uh, and send out an SOS or yeah, something, right? right. But well, the then he's the like, I disabled the SOS. 
the Mercs still think they could get money and get away. Right. Whereas right. like, whereas like uh, Finnegan and uh, Joey are like, we could just leave. You know, we could just get out of here. And it's not until like an hour into the movie that everyone gets on board with the hey, let's just leave idea. <laughs> exactly. Um, and at this point, uh, this is one scene that's just like in Predator where like some noise, something's making making oh, some, yeah. some noise in a corner and everybody's <laughs> just shooting. It's like that part in, in Python, Force, Python Force. We're like, just shoot everything. Ah, just shoot oh, everything. That's, that seems funny. There's some gen that's genuinely funny. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Tree Williams makes that scene. Yeah. And like they shoot. He, he was like, guys, 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 stop it. Yeah. And it's quiet for a moment. And then everyone. Unlimited ammo. They put in a cheat code yeah. during the yeah. opening credits. And that's like T-Ray's last big scene before he gets uh, eaten. Yeah. I just like saying T-Ray. <laughs> T-Ray. Which one was T-Ray? Uh, he was the Australian guy, guy from Mortal Kombat. Oh, Kano, yeah. Yeah. Who was also wicked rapey in Mortal Kombat as well. He was. <laughs> yeah. Kane yeah. Should have gotten should should have gotten better roles or less rapey roles in both movies. Was he the rapey one in yeah. this movie? No, yeah. no, 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 no. The rapey I think it was a different one guy. was, he was the, the English bad, guy. The rapey one oh. was the bad guy from uh True Lies. And Kano was the one who was seasick on the boat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, uh, so now, yeah. So now they're going through. Some of them are getting picked off one by one, and eventually you find out why you can't uh, get an SOS and who's the culprit behind it. Yeah, anybody want to tell me who? Killing me, Dane. <laughs> uh, the guy that looks like <laughs> Nick Nolte. Yeah, that guy. The one guy with the glasses. And uh, you find out, so he's a, he's a, he's a dick who just thought he was going to get some insurance money from making the, uh, the, the, uh, the ship. And I uh, don't understand why he, there's so many other ways you could sink a ship without having thousands of people on it. Don't you think he'd get some money from the casino? I mean, well, so that would, that's another good line from Joey because he's like, this ship costs four hundred and eighty-two million dollars, but we, uh, blah 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 blah. We're they not going to make enough money. Right. Yeah, yeah. He didn't balance the books, and Joey's like, "We're in here because you're bad at math, <laughs> and we're all going to die." <laughs> Sounds like a character on Doug when you scream it like that. He, uh, <laughs> Ant Anthony Heald is the actor's name. If you saw him, he's in a bunch of movies. He plays the villain's name is Simon Canton. Oh, and uh, Kevbot, I, I threw this theory out there when we were watching during the commentary. What do you, I think, so Joey, I think, is a uh, mixture as if Clint Howard and Jason Lee had a baby. And they birthed Joey. <laughs> okay. Thoughts? That's I, my fan theory. I could see that. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I thought I was going to get more... More good enthusiasm. Hey, well, I, you know what? I They're agree. not all winners. If you look up Anthony Heald on IMDb, the first, video, the first video that comes up is a trailer for Deep Rising. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's literally the first nice. thing. And it's next to a photograph of him getting strangled by Mystique in X-Men, which stars Famke Jansen. Whoa. Yeah, there are a lot of people in superhero movies from the in this movie. <laughs> Because it's the only way that anyone in Hollywood could get a job these in the, in the last 20 years. 
No, yeah. no, the guy, the uh, <laughs> guy who was the leader of the thugs was in Mystery Men. Oh, oh God, that's a superhero movie. That yeah. That's a real superhero movie. I love oh, yeah. that movie. That's, I, we I was, are that's the Super movie. Squad. <laughs> I was so disappointed when I was at the theater down the Cape seeing that. Uh, <laughs> yep, I was like, "Come on, this is Pee Wee." He's. I know. I remember. I was excited that Pee Wee isn't was in a movie, and I was. I don't know. I wasn't. I I couldn't feel. feel there's yeah, a really, there's one really good line of that movie where they're talking about how uh, the bowler's father, Carmine the bowler, died, and uh, they said, "Yeah, he fell down an elevator shaft onto some bullets." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need to give it another chance because I think I watched it on like Comedy Central or something. Hank Azaria yeah. is really good in that movie. Yes. Hank Azaria is always good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the birdcage. Anyway. So deep rising. Uh, right, so where, where, where are we? Where are we? Are we are people are getting yet? picked off. Where's the point <laughs> where this we is finally see? basically when it turns into other movies. Yeah. yeah. When do we yeah. finally see that it's weird tentacle vampire tentacle face it, hugger? So it's there's the alien ripoff. Oh, God. There's yeah. The- there's a scene that's one to one from Alien. Yeah. Yes. So like this goop is on drips onto Joey's shoulder and he wipes it off. But he's like, oh, no, it's. It's alien sea monster goop. And then he looks up and then you see the that's when you see the tentacle monster thing. This scene's actually really good. I got to yeah. hand it to the movie. The visual effects in this scene are crazy good because this is the oh, scene where, right. they, this is where they shoot it open. They shoot it open. You get a really good look at the tentacle. They shoot it open. Uh, a bunch of stomach acid comes out and burns them because alien. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> it's also there to demonstrate that you could be digested in it, I guess. It's like a cue for that. So when uh, one of the other mercenary guys who was waiting on Finnegan's boat, it's revealed he's been eaten. He falls out of the tentacle uh, and he's half digested. And oh, I he's like s- Robocop de- decomposing, mutating, whatever. It's incredible looking. Yeah, it's like really- half of his head is missing, but it's like actually still the actor. I think I, I don't know. No, I think I think it's like, like mostly it. the actor with some green screen and some motion tracking. Right. For 1998. I don't know if like one effects team worked exclusively on that shot, but that holds up for 22 years old in HD. It's still it looks really good. That's like, probably the best effect in the movie. By it, far. It's a, it stands out like it's it's like Oscar worthy, I think, at the time. Yeah, I think the great. ending might be the best for me. <laughs> the explosion? No, the the, do? The, oh, I know what you mean. What, what the, the, the Tekken 2 cutscene level yeah. CGI for the surfboard? <laughs> oh, the surfboard. <laughs> Um, but the, uh, yeah. that, that, uh, I was going off on a tangent about how good the CG gets for that scene. Uh, yeah, that whole sequence goes from being like an alien ripoff to like this effect sequence that just shuts you up in the theater. Like, oh my God, this looks, this looks yeah. really good. Like now it's a monster movie. I, I, I feel like there was a tug of war behind the scenes between, is this going to be an R rated movie or is it going to be kind of like a family friendly Jurassic Park thing? But that scene firmly plants it as no, this is, this is scary. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, so and then they just run away from the tentacles for the rest of the movie. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty Nothing much. really matches that. Nothing really catches up there's, to that scene. There's eventually a ski do, uh, <coughs> and uh, they got to get off the boat. <laughs> that's the, 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 that's, literally that's that's the next jump. Well, you know? uh, well, Simon, no, I mean a bunch Simon, of other stuff. Simon hypothesizes that they're worms from the bottom of the ocean that are eating them one by one. Cause at that point they think the tentacles are uh, individuals that they're not like 
part of one monster. They think they're, you know, it's like tremors, man. Like they, they think right. it's, you know what I mean? It's the same like bait and switch. You think it's a bunch of individual like eels or something and not like one big hive monster. It's like, Wait, uh, tremors is it's individual like, monsters though. Well, in oh, tremors, oh, I th- oh, I know what you mean with the little tiny the little graboid, tongue, the little the tongues. tongues. <clears throat> that you think it's like yeah. Futurama. Oh, that's what you mean. Gotcha. It's like the Futurama movie exactly. with the uh, Evo. Mm. And all the tentacles are get attacking people, and it's another creature from another universe. God. Except instead of sex, it's killing them. Whoa! <laughs> What's well, like? I'm oh. trying to think of other good kills. I'm gonna see that movie. Because <laughs> you, you guys haven't seen that future. Oh my god! No. I've only seen Peace the with, nude with a billion backs. Oh, Something okay, like okay, that. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Just some um, other good kills, though, right? Like, there's like some of the henchmen getting like, oh, when uh, Joey's girlfriend <laughs> who works on Finnegan's ship. Uh, gets killed. That was a pretty good. Uh, like, she gets oh yay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really. She's fast. still on the the regular ship. I yeah, yeah she's the boat. On, yeah, she's on Treat Williams' boat, and she's she's she gets was, friggin' sucked out of this hole. It was very so. simple but effective. Like it felt it looked really good. Yeah, like you she said, was it was CGI, but I thought it. And well, I think it it was like a combination. You said right, where they I, pulled yeah. a dummy and like CGI'd her face onto it because yeah. it looked like a like a wire rig they pulled her out yeah when you do that well it's very it's very effective like if you do if you're if you kind of uh do it conservatively where you put like a dummy or a cg body double in a scene and then just for a few frames put the real person's face on the body that's yeah. what i assume they did there i just i'm just assuming um but then if you get too crazy with it you get like spider-man 3 where everyone just looks like a Tony Hawk character. Yeah. <laughs> or you get the uh, third act of this movie where the monster eats a guy and he's got shiny legs. That's another death where the guy like the mon- the CGI monster comes out of the water and then they're one of the random mercenaries is like, ah, and he's like shooting it. And then he like ducks out of frame. And then the monster comes back up with a CGI version of him. Just too much, too much. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he's got like, he's got shiny pants and stuff. And I know it's so, that's the guy who played <clears throat> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in um, Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ah. Oh, also. He's the guy from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. Better speaking movie. of yeah. shiny, <laughs> shiny pants, uh, like <laughs> you pointed this out, like as soon as we started watching this movie, Kevin, when uh, Treat Williams is dry throughout the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> and his like hair is perfect. <clears throat> yeah. He's walking, he's treading through the water. And then the next scene, his pants are completely dry and pristine and pressed. Yeah, he did looks he like ha- a walking Did he have the silver commercial? polyester pants that I did in middle school that were pretty much waterproof? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. The plastic Maybe they Jinkos. were required by his gym class. <laughs> I, I'm dumping on Treat Williams yeah, a lot. Jinkos were pretty him. waxy, weren't they? Yeah. I just, there's something about Treat Williams in this movie where, like, I get what they wanted out of him. But I, I feel like once they didn't have Harrison Ford, <clears throat> yeah, you, you can't. It feels like they didn't adjust enough of the script to adapt to the fact they didn't have like this big leading man. And I, I like Treat Williams. I think he's like fun. But if this movie yeah. cost, if this movie cost ha- half as much money, I think Treat Williams have worked way better. You know, like I, there's something about like there's like a weird mismatch between him and the rest of this movie. Um, I can I can kind of understand. Yeah, that. well, I think you know it was probably like maybe the original original script was um uh it fleshed out his character more and like had more dialogue because he doesn't really say much and I think you know they had once they had um 
Harrison Ford attached. This is just a, a yeah, conspiracy yeah. theory. But once they had Harrison Ford attached to it, they're like, OK, he costs X amount per day and we're going to cut a lot of his dialogue so that his scenes are just in and out and we don't really have to pay uh, any overtime or just get him in and out, get him in the movie. And then they didn't add back in the dialogue once they got him out. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. very much like the si- the strong, silent type. And but, like yeah. anything Harrison Ford says is like fucking cool. Um, <laughs> My, Joe Botch and I refer to characters like this as protagonist man. Where yeah. In, in, in the universe of the movie, he's the most charming person. Why? Well, because look at how well he's lit. Look at how good his hair is. That's the yeah. guy. That's the guy. It's like, really? Well, I, I'm much more interested in Joey. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Joey's a loser. Like, I don't know. Joey's pretty cool. Joey has the best scene in the movie. Um, next to the uh, that uh, crazy half digested scene uh, later on when what's his name from Street Fighter, the movie is getting eaten. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good scene. That was great. That's probably yeah. my favorite. That, that's, what's up? I was agreeing. I said, yes. Uh, uh, no, I think he said, damn. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, am I crazy? Is that the best part of the movie? That's a great part there. of the movie. Yeah, it's like, the best scene in the movie. The guys getting <laughs> the guys getting eaten slowly by the not seas, the best by the sea worm, and uh, Joey's got a gun, and uh, and he Joey's gives it. Got a he, he gives it to the guy, and he's like, you know, don't don't tell me I never I never did anything for you. And uh, he and Joey it's a, it's takes a badass off. delivery. It's really badass yeah. the way he and, says and it. And the yeah. guy goes and tries to shoot him, and he misses. The guy's like, hey, "You asshole!" <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's such. That's so well edited. Like the the. It's like the most dignified thing uh, Kevin J O'Connor gets to do the whole movie is hand a guy a gun so he can kill himself before he's digested by a monster, <laughs> and then that guy fucking shoots him anyway. <laughs> and then and he tries to kill to himself, be, and yeah. then. That was the last. No more bullets. <laughs> That's a great no scene. No bullets. No more bullets. <laughs> what do you think I'm, stupid guy from Street Fighter the movie? <laughs> uh, so and the monster uh, digests him. So we're getting down to the end, and Treat Williams does some uh, programming on the boat where it goes into autopilot. Uh, so it'll it'll go out to sea and come back and blow up the whole ship. Pretty soon, because the torpedoes, with the torpedoes, the torpedoes are yeah on are, his uh, own. He goes back to, to his side. own ship, and at this point, uh, he thinks that Joey had been attacked and eaten by the worm because it was some slime on the boat. Yeah, because Which, they filmed oh, and his, that and, and it was hat, in the right? script. Yeah, he finds Joey's hat, and in the original shooting script and in the original cut of the movie, Joey gets violently eaten. Oh, by the way, when Joey finds out his girlfriend's been killed, he kind of gets over it real quick. Oh yeah. Well, he just oh, yeah. does some spot welding and, you know. Yeah. But, uh, that's yeah. That's how Je- I vent my emotions. <laughs> that, uh, that computer that Finnegan's got on his boat is good for two things. Uh, navigating the boat automatically and playing solitaire. Yep. <laughs> to which, at the right time, right before the boat's about to explode, he programmed it to say, game over on the, on the screen. <laughs> Even though he kill, was expecting kill, nobody to kill. be on the boat at that time. But, <laughs> uh, you know. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, so the bad guy with the glasses, he jumps like five <laughs> stories down onto the boat thinking he's going to get out of there. And of course he breaks his leg doing it. Well, he doesn't gets... he fight her in the skidoo first? No. Yeah. He, he, 
Yeah, starts- because he's got a flare gun. So oh, the, the yeah, yeah, girl, yeah. like the Bond girl, is trying to escape via a, a jet ski. Right. Yeah. And he he's like, hey, give me the jet ski. And she's like, no. And then they fight and he has a flare gun. He tries to kill her with a flare gun. Aren't there two other jet skis, though? There should be way more than two jet skis on this fucking giant I saw right. one liner. yellow jet ski, and that was it. Yeah. Well, there there were at least three keys, though. That's the glass she broke, and there were three sets Three keys. keys for one yeah. ski-doo. It's so... This Too is like the keys. most video gamey part of this of this movie, is that it's she... It's so video game. Exactly. She's She enters the jet ski room, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She found the red key card and entered the jet ski room. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, hmm, I think I need a key for this jet ski. Let me look around the room. <laughs> yeah. Press X you, to search. This movie, clicking around. if they had made an adaptation for this movie on PlayStation 1, I think it would have been yes. pretty darn good. This movie was made to be a video game. That's right. Do you, specifically do specifically think, in 1998. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you think it should be uh, a... Uh, Shit, what's it called? A, like a rail survival shooter? Oh, no, I think it's uh, it's no. like Resident Evil. Yeah, survival horror yeah. game. With the fixed like, camera yeah, angles like and tank Parasite controls. Eve, you know? Because yeah. I think there would be good parts where it would be a good... The movie uh, certainly... Yeah. You know what we're certainly looks like House, House of the, the Dead, Dead style. style. You, yeah, ever yeah, play, yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever played the Resident Evil um, first-person shooter game called Resident Evil Survivor? Survivor? Yeah, yeah it's which terrible. I, I rented it back in the day. That would have been really good for this. <laughs> it would have been great if they took this movie and incorporated it House of the Dead style and it'd be type uh, typing of the dead typing rising. of the dude we were talking oh, about that while we were watching the, the movie man how crazy well, there's, a ga- there's, a re- there's a game called Resident Evil Dead Aim and I think it yeah, takes place on a boat on PlayStation uh, 2 yeah yeah Res- Res- so Resident Evil they Dead Rising they could make a Resident Evil it's Dead Rising it's literally this it's literally this movie and we were talking about earlier so Kevbot there's even a game on PlayStation 2 called like cold called cold water or something like that and it's uh it takes it's, it's literally this chilly movie. water yeah it's chilly water lukewarm brisk there, so uh, speaking of video games this whole movie goes from resident evil to uncharted one very quick <laughs> <laughs> I, none of you have of played time none of you have played the the uncharted games right no no but i'm familiar yeah, the, same. It came free with my PS3, but I've never played it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a sequence, like, God, there's a sequence in the first Uncharted game where Nathan Drake, who's a lot like Treat Williams in this movie, oh, yeah. jumps on a jet ski with Elena, uh, who gets on the back riding a shotgun behind him, and she's got a gun, and they're going around in this jet ski. She's, like, shooting the gun to, like, blow open doors and stuff like that. It's 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 oddly similar. It echoes th- this movie echoes in the first Uncharted game. Nice. That scene that scene where they both get on the jet ski and they're like driving down. They're like, oh, we got to turn around to get enough speed. And it's like if you try to jump out the the exit to the ocean, uh, it's like, oh, well, I don't have enough speed to get out. What do I do? <laughs> I should probably turn around. And then you keep trying it. And he's like, 
I should turn around. I should turn around. But then anyway, they drive the jet ski. You have to go on GameFAQs.com to find out. How do I get out of this fucking garage? It's right there. The exit's right there. Why can't I get out? Where's the trident key? (laughs) (laughs) And so that scene where they're driving the jet ski through this like thin hallway and the monsters behind him. And you said she's got the gun or in the in the movie, Treat Williams has the shotgun. I don't know where he got it from, but he has it and he's pointing it behind him and he shoots the monster and she reloads the gun for him. She cocks the barrel for him. It's very, it's very, um, like, uh, at what are those quick time events, cutscene esque yeah. in like press X to fucking watch this play out basically. And, uh, it, I don't know. It just looks like a quick time event. I gotta scene. tell it's you, fun the, as hell. Those times when they take like a like a complete one eighty and they turn around in this little teeny little narrow hallway, they look like they're gonna like knock themselves off of that thing. And dude, I, I was on. Have you ever been on a jet ski? No, it's so dude. easy to fall. I love off. it. Yeah, I love wow. it. It's so easy to fall off. Man. Yeah. But I thought it was just so cool how like there's like an elevator and he just like pulls out the shotgun like boom let me shoot the controls oh, and of that the was door fucking opens. cool oh no as there's hell. another door behind it boom let me shoot that that door opens that was so, right that was out of awesome. Terminator two totally right you, know awesome. you know what's crazy uh, something I noticed in some a couple other movies I've been watching recently how easy is it to open locked doors with just a gun like how does that how or, does that or even make there's, there's it, a part you know, where the girl open. the girl's st- stuck in the uh she's stuck in the freezer and she just takes like an old key she opens up all the wire controls just well, goes, she had a set eh. of jiggle she keys just, but she just hits it you know yeah so all right, i see uh, there, i'm seeing some uncharted jet ski all right, he, uh, imagery <laughs> kevin has shared his uh his screen with us yeah it's exactly like it it's a yellow ski mm. too just like yeah. in deep fear there uh there's a moment where they're going down the hallways of the boat with the jet ski and you see an elevator and because it's an action scene, every shot has to be like less than two seconds. Yeah. So when they, they see, they see the elevator, there's like a crash zoom and then oh, for yeah. no reason it's completely unmotivated. But for some reason you just hear like an elevator ding. <laughs> well, I <laughs> like, didn't know it was an elevator until you pointed it out. No, yeah. because like, oh. I think they put the elevator ding in before anything happens to help people. Right. Oh, oh it's an elevator. Because it looks like a fucking garage door. It's huge. (laughs) Like the only thing that would be more. Why would an elevator be like that? An elevator is enclosed on three sides. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like there's that giant elevator early in the movie (laughs) that gets the entire cast in somehow. They go in the elevator and they, you know, doors close. They go up two floors. The doors open and then. Yeah. Uh, So so, it's all in good fun. (laughs) So finally they're able to. Make the make the right amount of speed to get down in there, and um, uh, and uh, and they they finally they jump out of the boat. <laughs> She's holding with up the ski do, <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, that's funny. Uh, and which is the scene from the the front of the box where they're jumping out of the jumping out with the ski do with a big ball of fire behind them. Oh wait, no, we didn't get them. They have to fight the fucking monster first. Oh yeah. We forgot forgot about the entire like climax of the movie. Right. Which is like, which is like some, like a mix between the ending of evil dead two and like men in black. I don't know why I get a real evil dead two vibe from. Well, they kind of had that evil dead. It was really quick where they like follow him on the camera, almost like, um, I forget the term for it, but yeah, but I see yeah. what you mean for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. We're like, well, the, the monster in the movie kind of looks like what the evil looked like when they manifested at the end of Evil Dead with all like the little little like uh, spiky uh, teeth and stuff. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks a lot like it. You yeah, know? you're right. Um, but um, uh, but and yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, go ahead. It, it's like Jurassic Park. Like, how did this fucking giant monster get into this ballroom? Dude, it's you know, this around like the end of Jurassic Park, the T Rex like walked through the front door. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How the hell did it get like, in? Like, he's there? just in the visitor center. It's the same thing. He's in this giant monster, which we haven't seen. We've just seen his like tentacles. Uh, he's in the casino part, but how he's the fuck did he get in there? Because there's no broken walls or anything. He's, you know, he's like a he's like an actual octopus and can, you know, fit through yeah, any kind of opening. And then he, uh, whatever. I'll buy that. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting because like there's a uh, there's a so at the end he sees like the big white eye of the monster and I forgot what I don't know he says like you know see you later or something like that <laughs> what are you the, looking at yeah shoots the yeah. monster here he's looking at you shooting you in the eye <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah like uh, uh, so they they. You know, he shoots the monster in the eye. They kind of get out of there, and the and they get out of the they get out of the boat just in time. You know, um, so one thing that was kind of weird: how come like uh, no one screamed when they saw some of these things? Like, don't because you think? they were tennis balls. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Wouldn't you think like? Upon seeing this giant monster, someone would at least go, ah! Yeah, you would think so. One would assume. You know? Uh, but they didn't know what they were looking at, I guess. Nah, I guess until so. they saw the movie. Um, but uh, Kev's like, he keeps looking at GIFs. I'm falling, I'm falling down a Google <laughs> Images hole looking at the nastiest stuff in Deep Rising. It's a yeah. nasty movie if you look it at is. it. <laughs> you know, I think this it was movie would have been surprisingly gory. This movie would have been a really good double feature with Event Horizon, I think. Yeah. Cuz that's oh shit, one of the guys in this is in Event Horizon, isn't he? Is there a guy? Uh, this? uh maybe I'm wrong. I, uh, I guess I'm wrong. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, um anywho, Yeah, so they get out and the whole thing explodes and they end up on some deserted island, I guess. Yeah, and it's know. morning. It's Skull it's Island. It's immediately morning. Skull Island. Is it Skull Island? Well, there's a monster. There's a monster island. Maybe it's Monster Island. Could be Monster Island. Horror. It's definitely of, not comes... Fantasy Island. No, there was a trailer not. for. Yeah, yeah. The, for the, the amalgamation syndicated show of months of <laughs> Monster Island, <laughs> <laughs> where some guy island. wishes to have a mustache. Fantasy Monster Island. <laughs> The 1998 movie Deep Rising uh, is similar. It, it feels so much like Uncharted. I don't think it was a coincidence. So somebody, oh my God, this was Whoa, April 7th. This was three, four weeks ago. Holy someone shit. On a video, someone on a video game message board noticed the similarities between Deep Rising wow, and Uncharted. What a, co- what a co-winky-dink, Whoa. man. Crazy That's that weird. we're talking about this now. That's weird. weird. Maybe Everyone's there. writing this whole message board. Great movie. <laughs> Great fucking movie. <laughs> See, I guess we're not the only ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, and then uh, 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 Jeffrey, Jeff shows up. He's not dead. He somehow gets a surfboard. And uh, and then you hear the monster on the island. So, yeah. I guess, it, you know what? The he showed monsters. up on the surfboard when monster. the um, 
And th- I can definitely see where you said uh, that they reshot the ending or added him back in to not die or whatever the fuck they did. Yeah. Because when um, uh, not Nick Nolte. Simon. Um, that guy. Yeah. yeah that when, guy he, when he when he goes on that ship and like blows blows up into the cruise ship, we see a CGI we see a surfboard on on the ship. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And then when it blows up the surfboard, like, you know, it, it like Friday the 13th 3D comes at the screen. Yeah. In the explosion. And I assuming that. So now, you know, that the surfboard survived and that somehow Joey found the surfboard while he was in the ocean. Yeah, I guess this somehow. whole movie's available on YouTube, by the way. Oh, great. Uh, every movie's available on YouTube. <laughs> so, um, so that's Joey's alive. Oh, and then that's... there's the twist. Yeah. The monster. <laughs> and, uh, and that's Deep Rising. Well, they All look right. around. So they turn around. Him him, and Treat Williams and uh, Lady Bond are making out. And then they turn around. They're like, "What's that noise?" And we hear some ADR of some guy going, <laughs> but like slowed down. <laughs> yeah. <feels> good. <laughs> it, be, it sounds like the the aliens on Sesame Street. The <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, and then we see that they landed a surfboard in in perfection, Nevada, because tremors yeah. are coming around through the mountains some of vague, this island. Vague effect that implies there's a monster. Some trees are moving. Maybe yeah. we hear that guy's voice. Yeah. By the way, if you go to one hour, 34 minutes, 47 seconds, you will see that surfboard. That same Joey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Was there supposed to be a sequel plan for this? I wonder I'm if sure uh, they were. Sure seems like it. it. I wonder if that island thing let's see if imdb has yeah, you, rising know island. Cool. you know what would be cool that that shot with the surfboard flying up into the air it should have i wish joey was hanging on to it kind of like um <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, like, you joey. like you know like in die hard 2 when uh when uh, uh john mcclain is like in that ejection seat like flying up in the air from the explosion oh, yeah yeah i think that'd be yeah that'd be, that'd be cool coming up yeah kwansu uh but yeah that's oh, it, uh it that's is on movie. imdb uh, the island that the survivors became stranded on at the end of the film is more than a simple nod to King Kong and Skull Island. It was actually intended to be a lead-in to a King Kong Ooh. reboot, which also Whoa. would have been directed by Steven Summers. Okay. That's fucking awesome. I wish they made that movie. It was to be a response to the rather poorly received Godzilla by TriStar Pictures, oh, which shit. was released oh, the same year. The idea was initially picked up, and Summers, already attached to the upcoming Mummy reboot, expressed a strong interest in becoming involved with the project. Wow. The reboot wound up in development hell, mm. and eventually was passed on to other studios, becoming the basis for the 2005 remake by Peter Jackson. Wow. Mm. Wild. I, that's crazy. Interesting. Man, I would have, I would have much rather had... Uh, this guy direct King Kong. You Steven know Summers is a this guy if there ever was one. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's okay just terrible with, that. with names. No, but he like really like look at like his portfolio. I think he genuinely wants to make these like 
crowd pleasing yeah like, blockbuster weekend vhs rental movies yeah it's fucking fun and king kong is a good movie the remake it's fucking long it's a like peter jackson's king kong it's a good movie but it's not it's not fun i mean for the entire movie we're like this movie's fun the entire time and yeah. like the mummy is pretty fun the entire time yeah i'm just re-watching bruce willis blowing up at the end of die hard 2 yeah, right. It's the exact same scene, right? They're like, if, but if you look at it, you can see the mat doesn't quite work. You can see the explosion through yeah. John McClane. I know I'm being very nitpicky here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kevbot, you want to you throw some ratings at us? Yeah. So, on IMDb, apparently you can get this on all kinds of formats. IMDb has 463 <clears throat> ratings. And now IMDb is out of 10, right? Or, uh, sorry, yes. Amazon. Sorry. Oh. Amazon's out of five. My bad. Amazon, My Amazon, bad. Five. Amazon always skews higher. I'll guess 3.8 yep. out of five. Okay. Dane Train, what's your guess? 3.9. Price is right. Team in. 3.7. 3.7. Uh, four and a half out of five stars. Oh, oh man. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. That's oh, good. Boy. That's great. Yeah, that's really good. I know. Now IMDb, now those trolls, IMDb, which is like, out of 10 stars. I wonder if it's that one has, of those things where this is like one of those movies, kind of like John Carpenter's The Thing that didn't do so good at the beginning. And then like 30 years later, like everybody thinks it's the best movie ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll yeah. have to wait eight more years to find out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So IMDb has 32,000 reviews for this Whoa! movie. Whoa. I know. And that's uh, out of 10 stars. Okay. Uh, IMDb is weird because as someone who has a movie that's on IMDb, I, I've noticed that no matter how many 10s or 1s my movie gets, it always kind of seems to balance out at an even 7. No matter what, it, it seems like they, they bag always puts in a one or whatever just to be a dick because he doesn't. He saw that you made a movie on Facebook and he didn't like you from high school or whatever. And then he gives no you joke. a one. No joke. Like, I, I do think IMDb weighs it differently. So and I feel like Amazon does something similar to make everything look a little bit better to make you want to spend money. Right. True. I, I, yeah. Because IMDb. Well, they own IMDb, but they do show the rating. But on they Amazon do have now. separate. But I think I think if you think of it, people on amazon will tend to rate higher because they're spending money yeah right for retail yeah buy yeah and they always rate how good the fucking packaging was and it shipped uh, yeah. on time yeah. <laughs> right right yeah it's crazy how many how many movies we've uh, watched recently where it's like the one star review is like um i thought it was going to be in english and it was in german one star it's like yeah. that yeah. doesn't have Actually, something it didn't come with closed captioning one star. You know? Right. Something similar actually happened to me because um, I have some collectibles that I have been uh, selling online and the Ooh. postal service messed up the box. Oh. And the, the guy uh, who I it. sent it to gave me a poor rating for it. Not because my packaging was bad, but because the post office muff, uh, 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 messed it up. So I got four out of five stars. And it's like, I did everything. It's not fine. Your fault. Once it's yeah, seriously. Yeah. Once it's Jeez. out of my hands, and I can't dispute it. And that's yeah, bullshit. it's like someone saying like, "Oh my, I didn't fucking pay my internet bill, so the movie cut out halfway through." One star. Right. Yeah. So IMDb is a little more critical. It's just people who have watched it rather than people who are um, paying money for it. 
Yeah. So it could just be like, I saw this on TBS two weeks ago. I barely remember it, but I think it was dog shit. Two stars. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what are your so, guesses? All right. Uh, Kevin, you go first. It's at a 10, uh, right? Yeah. A seven. Because that's what everything ends up on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say. Kevin I'm, says seven. I'm going to say four and a half. Adrian, four and a half. T-Man. Man. Um, yeah, I, th- I think probably like a five. Or five and a half. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> that's final answer. T-Man was closest without going over 6.1 Whoa, out of 10. Okay. All right, guys. So out of 10, out of 10. We were going to rate it oh, something. Yeah. Well, oh, I forgot. Dude, I, was like, I told you to remember it because I, I said I will forget it. And I, I forgot about forget it, too. It. Kevin, do you remember what we said we were going to rate this movie at? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it was a quote from one of the guys. What about 10 tickles? 10 tables. Oh, jeez. Hey, oh. <laughs> I, lo- I love this. Uh, one of the uh, bad DVD covers from 1998 says, uh, Deep Rising, false scream ahead. Quote, uh, this is from New York Daily News. It's Die Hard meets Alien meets Titanic. Yeah, it says that yeah. on the back of my box, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, it, it certainly is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meets Alien Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right um, so what are we shit. gonna rate this there was at? a really good fucking quote man what I was know. it Ugh, i I'll have know. to watch it again out yeah of 10 it says what something nows? to do with getting like sucked that sucked out of the toy it was called like you know it was like it's like but getting butt sucked or something like that right <laughs> that sucks <laughs> was it five jaws dummies out of 10 or something like that? <laughs> It's something to do with uh, out of of 10 screwed up math equations at a a 10 uh, people getting sucked down the toilet something like that. It was something like that. Uh, I I can't remember. We have to come up with something new. What are we going to do? What are we going to do, guys? What are we going to call this? Out of 10 uh, surfboards out of 10. (laughs) 10 CGI uh, pants. 10 CGI pants. 10 shiny, ten shiny CGI pants. There you go. We got yeah. it. Yeah. All okay. right. How many pair of how many pair of these shiny computer generated slacks are we going to do? Kevin, you guys? are our guest, so you can go first. <coughs> Out of ten. Out of ten. Um, ten shiny pants. I'd give it an eight because it's too damn fun to hate. But every I've watched this movie three times now, and the two most recent times. All I could think was that I think it should have focused more on Kevin J. O'Connor. I thought Joey should have been the uh, the protagonist of the movie. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Dane Train, what say you? Ooh. Ooh. Shiny pants, man. Yeah, uh, Mr. Shiny Pants. How many shiny pants you got? Um, what kind of All shiny right. pants you want? All right, get your, get your sunglasses, guys. It's about to get real bright around here with all the shine. <laughs> I'm about to give pants. this movie, I'm going to give it. Nine out of ten pairs of shiny slacks from some guy getting eaten by a CGI soup monster sea slug. Did you say soup monster? Soup, soup monster sea slugs. Soup monster sea slugs. Maybe that's what it was. Total poopy soup or something. I feel like. Yeah, poopy, poopy, poopy soups. I don't know. Soups, I don't know. But either Soupy way, yeah, I, I like it. It's a great like Friday night rental popcorn flick to watch with your buddies. Uh, it's great. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's, I, I liked it more now that I remember liking it 
when I watched it in 1998 or 1999, whenever the hell it came out. And uh, mm. I like it a lot more than every other movie that came out that we talked about during this time, including Two Tape Titanic and all the other bozo movies that came out at that time. <laughs> this is a supreme <laughs> movie that came out at that time. Uh, I think you're, this movie's you're... outstanding. I, nine out of 10. Everybody should see this. Like I said, this is the kind of movie that I think, I think it's going to be a big cult classic. You know, we'll give road. it one extra shiny pants. What would give it one extra shiny pants? Ah, uh, boobies. Or CGI shiny pants. Maybe if there were some boobies in the movie. There were no boobies in the movie. <laughs> That's true. She had, the Bond girl had a white t-shirt and she's surrounded by water, but yeah. we never get a wet t-shirt. No, scene. no, no. Well, missed opportunity. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> the movie was, movie was uh, super fun. Super fun. I loved it. It yeah. was great. What if, if Jim Varney was in the film, if he oh had a my cameo? God. That yeah. makes, yeah. <laughs> a big old snake over here, every, You know what I mean, Vern? That's my answer to every what would make a movie better. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> I used to see him doing that. Big old she snakes. I've got... I just made the sea snake motel. The sea snake's been hunting humans all day. He's a little tired. He sees the sea snake motel thinks, yep, I'm going to take me a rest, smoke a cigarette, watch a little look of the cable TV, and refresh for the morning to eat some more people. And then we got him. <laughs> I love how you just did like a one-to-one monologue from Ernest Scared Stupid. I know the exact scene. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all Russell time. Russell Sprouse. That movie's great. I'm more, of a, I'm more of a ghost to jail man, but that's another movie. I understand. Conversation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Also, so go, pitch Ernest Roulette. Pitch oh, Ernest yeah, Roulette. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if, uh, if uh, your listeners could, you know could put up with me throughout this podcast. I know I probably hogged most of the airwaves. Uh, my friends, Ryan Neal and I once spent a year reviewing all 10 Ernest P. Whirl films. Uh, and we did a video podcast. It was a big production. It's called Ernest Roulette. Uh, we actually had some special guests. One of the guys from Red Letter Media, Jack Packard, liked the show so much he flew out to Massachusetts Whoa. to be on the show. Uh, and yeah, it's a wonderful, I'm, I'm proud of it. It's uh, we, we, we got in early on the earnest uh, bandwagon. When <laughs> the earnest <laughs> podcast bandwagon. Yeah. There's several shows, but earnest roulette, as we see every episode is the only earnest podcast with a wheel. <laughs> it's fucking great. Go watch it now. That's yeah, great stuff. It's awesome. And everybody uh, was wearing an earnest costume <laughs> every, yeah. every, every episode. So. All right, T-Man, what, uh, how many shiny pants are you going to give it? Uh, I'm also, like Kevin, going to give it eight shiny CGI pants. Ooh. Um, because, I, I mean, it's a good movie and it's fucking fun as hell. Um, I can't really think of anything bad because like the CGI is like, you know, it's endearing at this point. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not bothered. Like, I fucking hate CGI for the most part, unless it's, you know, done well or whatever. And there is some well done CGI, but like, it's just like a time capsule of this era when everything mm-hmm. was fucking CGI. Yeah, it was too um, ambitious at times, but the stuff that does work in it is surprisingly good for 22 years old. Right. And it's like the equivalent of bad practical effects, but CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's more endearing than it is like uh, intrusive. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a fucking fun movie, and uh, I would rewind. All right, Cavbot. It's down to you. Oh, oh, he's doing the thing. Where he puts the finger over a lips like he's scheming mm. something. He's got a secret mm. that behind him. He's being pensive. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Two, four. <laughs> did you watch Kev? Did you watch it alone, or did you watch it with someone? Uh, I watched it by myself. He watched it okay. with his uh, two-year-old son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who loved the movie. <laughs> he the gave it where the guy was being digested alive. He gave it 10, Busters. 10 out of 10 wet diapers. <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of his uh, life. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to give this movie an eight and a half Ooh, out of 10 shiny pigs. Wow, you Ooh. liked it more than I did. So that, yeah, that's, actually, that's, that's, you know, that's going into it, knowing nothing one about it, shorts? it was... What's that? Is that eight pants and one pair of shorts? Yeah, uh, one pair of uh, uh, what the do they call them? high risers? Because all the water. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got gotcha. you. Um, going going in blind to this movie, not having known anything about it before, it was. I don't want to say surprisingly good, but my expectations were very low. <laughs> it's, so. it's one of those movies that you're surprised you hadn't seen it before, right? Like, because it's kind of checks all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, no, not not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Sorry, I'm trying not to sound like a like a dick, just being like, I didn't. Fuck you, I, Kevin I, yeah. James. <laughs> I didn't want to watch this movie at all, and I turns out I really liked it. No, it was just you know. I keep my expectations low because uh, <laughs> that's our you know, show, man. That's, that's our show. I'll literally watch anything. I won't like everything, but I'll watch yeah. anything. At least the yeah. dog and didn't die. It, in had, this movie. it had great effects. I love the whole cast and can pinpoint like, oh, that dude's from that. That dude's from that. That person's from that. Yeah. Um, and it um, didn't. It felt like it went pretty quick, and yeah, I can see where. It, You'd get the video game similarities, and uh, I think I think it was missing a Clint Howard though. If you have <laughs> Clint Howard in there, mm. that that would have <laughs> gave you the, uh, the the other half of a point. Oh, that that give that probably make it yeah, ten out of charts. ten. We, we deserved yeah. a Clint Howard. We we need man. a Clint Howard Jim Varney buddy cop movie. Oh, oh my god, man. more so now like, than ever. Even if you even if you put someone like that, just as like a co-captain or something like that being like yeah, just what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> sir all our, all our systems are out <laughs> dude i that's tried the- to take a shit in the toilet and it, it ate my butt off <laughs> that's that's literally that's him in house of the dead when he's like why why do they always ask why why yeah. do they always eat my butt <laughs> even if he got shot like even if he was one of the people who got shot in the vault but was still kind of made just a cameo of some sort just throw a little money his way, you know. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Even if he was the guy that who's, who got his butt eaten in the movie, that would right, have been great. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why am I in the why am I in the vault so I can eat my brickleberry ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got it was good. Freezer. The effects were good. Nothing really felt like too cheesy and yeah. It was a good movie. Nothing like felt it. too cheesy. <laughs> well, no, 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 <laughs> not like it's too cheesy. It, not, nothing was like uh, you know, it's a cheesy gordita. It yeah. didn't take itself seriously at the wrong moments. Like it didn't yeah. become like a melodramatic horror film. That, right. That, yeah. 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 It wasn't an Ed Wood giant squid, you know, coming out in the casino. That would have gave it me wasn't. a 10 out of 10, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just a big rubber squid. Some guy in a suit. <laughs> I love that. Just roll around in it. Yeah, Bella Lugosi. Ah, ah, <laughs> fuck you. You get in here. <laughs> so, that one's so good. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. Um, Kevin, is there anything else you'd like to uh, give a cheap plug to? I mean, we've already oh, no, covered I, a lot. I've, but... I've, oh, my God. No, I've already shamelessly plugged all my stuff. And the well, more yeah, the all your that. stuff is great, dude. Seriously, Kevin James oh, is an incredibly talented filmmaker. The Creed is uh, <laughs> fucking awesome. Every everything you do, man, I'm always impressed. Seriously, oh, you're too That's kind. Awful nice of you, Tover. Thank you. What, what was Tover? I always forget, and I loved the movie, but I can't remember the name of it. The 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 one you starred in, where you prick your finger at the beginning, and the whole movie, the Dissolving Man. I, the Dissolving Man. Yes, I, I love the Dissolving Man, and I got Thank to meet your you. effects. I got to meet your effects guy after it screened at the Brattle Theater a couple of years ago. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and he had like nothing but good things to say about working with you. And I was like, wait, yeah, oh, I know that guy. Great. Like, I, I know him through a friend of mine. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I know you know Jeff Tiberi. Yep. Yep. Who of uh, 8 bit, uh, X bit gaming on Facebook, this huge thing. And it, well, he, and, and you, he helped out with the documentary, or he uh, helped get yeah. started, I think. Oh my God, he's a big shot now. He like blew up out of nowhere on right. Facebook gaming and all that. He's like a, like a personality for Facebook now. Right, yeah. I'm yeah. Good for him. He's fucking awesome. Oh, he's a wonderful uh, guy. He's yeah. got like these, you guys would like him. He has uh, knuckle tats, and uh, they're all uh, Super Nintendo and PlayStation symbols. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's got, his whole body is like a, a it's like Nintendo power threw up on his body and tattooed <laughs> it. So. In, in the best way possible. I don't Jeff's think, great. So, Jeff, if you're listening, I mean that in an endearing way. Je- Jeff loves video games in a way that, like, he recommends them like a fine wine. Like, <laughs> he'll, he'll, like, talk to you, and after five minutes, he'll go, you know what? You need to play Saturday Night Slam Master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Crazy. so I, that's like, sorry, I got off on a tangent there. But, yeah. Plug, plug some stuff because all your stuff is fucking awesome. I'm running out of things I've worked on. We already talked about guaranteed audio and the creed and not for resale when, uh, and Ernest Roulette. When Gun we Fuck were, City. Uh, yeah, yeah. When we were in college, he made this movie called Gun Fuck City. And we need to do a VHS <laughs> Bandit's home video release of Gun Fuck City at some point. So thank you so much for having me on the show, by the way. I, I it's know been you, a man. long time coming, dude. Long time I listen, to do this. I've listened to this show all across the world. Like whenever I'm traveling, like and I'm burning through podcasts, this is like my go-to because I feel like I'm back in New England. All right. Like like whenever I have to sell people on the show, my elevator pitch is like, okay, you know how there's like countless movie <laughs> review shows? Well, imagine if you had like a bunch of guys with like like Northwestern, like Massachusetts accents. Like they, they sound like they're truckers at a diner going like, Oh man, you see that Mario picture? Oh man. Like, <laughs> I love it. Like if you want to see a good Mario picture, you watch this Mario movie. Oh yeah. There's only one man. <laughs> no, but like I, I've been listening since you guys were like eating Burger King before every episode. Like I, I love this show so much and I'm so glad you're still doing it. Um, and, uh, I meant to hit you up earlier. I can ask after we stop recording. I got to ask about what it was like having like Rob Schrab hit you up on Instagram and all that. Oh man, <laughs> that, that was like, uh, dream real quick. True. Yeah. That, that was like a legitimate, like, yeah, like a dream come true. Like that just kind of came out of nowhere where literally like, here's this guy that we have been 
like following his stuff since we were like teenagers and oh yeah and and yeah so it's it's crazy you know so but yeah that's that so yeah i knew dink was cool when i met him in fitchburg at fitchburg state college and he was the only other person i met who was watching channel 101 at the time oh yeah yeah <laughs> good stuff good stuff so, yeah all right cool take us out of here kev bunt all right, everybody, thank you very much for listening to this episode. And Patreon members, thank you very much for being Patreon members. If thank you, you want to be a Patreon member, is this a Patreon episode? Uh, I can't remember. Probably, yeah. Okay. Is it? <laughs> Patreon listeners, thank you very much for your support, including yours, uh, your support, Kevin. Hey, no problem. Uh, thank I love you very much. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. I am the KevBot. Uh, Thank you very much. My these are my co-hosts, the Deep Rising Dane Train and the Tentacle Topher Hansen hey. and our wonderful special guest Kevin James. Oh, thank you very much. As always, be kind and rewind.